Hello everyone and welcome back to Movement Uncut. We are here for episode four. My name is Sally Bassouni and I'm the owner of Movement Academy and today I am joined by co-host and coach India and before we jump into her podcast I also want to say thank you so much for all of the support we've had so far. The feedback has been amazing and remember if you do enjoy this episode please like, share, subscribe, all of the things. It would mean the absolute world to us and help get our message out there so india welcome hi guys it's india here um i'm a coach here at movement i'm also a coach at a place called athletic culture i do online coaching too and i'm also an ex-professional dancer and a powerlifter myself so all the things and a very busy lifestyle Mm. yeah yeah we love that and we're gonna jump into all of your current lifestyle stuff in a moment but let's like rewind the clock in i would love to know like how did you get into fitness i know you said you were dancing so let's like go back there yeah let's start from the very beginning hey shall we so Basically, I started dancing at the prime age of three years old and I continued dancing at the same place um, till I was 17, so a big long time. And then I actually moved away um, by myself to a rural country town called um, Wodonga and this was my first professional kind of gig. Um, I was a contemporary ballet dancer at the time. If any of you dancers know what that is, then cool. Um, And this was really eye-opening for me. Um, I was 17, moved away all by myself, little girl in this big old country town (laughs) without my parents or anything. So it was a big big move away. Um, But it was my real step into kind of discovering who I was as a person, a dancer, what I wanted to achieve in life. Um, Because before that, everyone kind of told me what I wanted to achieve and what was good to achieve. Um, So this year was probably the most influential year of my life and that was 2018, that's when I moved away. Um, And then from there I was at this place, um, this company for three years and in that time um, I toured overseas, Africa, like all these crazy places doing these amazing things with this company, like helping out Ethiopian children, um, galas overseas, doing ballet contemporary works, um, learning things within like one day and then performing them that night. It was a whole big experience. Um, And in that time, um, being a dancer, I was exposed to the exercise world. Um, and I guess the strength training world because my director was a personal trainer and he was really big on helping us um, get strength training as well because it is very important for dancers to do strength training. Um, even though some of them are a bit scared of it, it's very important to do strength training. Um, and we kind of got thrown into that and I was very much thrown into that and decided to train every single day before dancing in the morning, which is absolutely psycho because, (laughs) because I would go in the morning at 6am train with my director just by myself with him and he would give me a workout. And then I would go home, have a shower, go back to the studio, do a ballet class, probably then a contemporary class after that, then rehearsals all day. And then I was probably dance teaching in the afternoon. Um, So massive, massive days. Um, 
and this was kind of exciting for me to get into this fitness world. I could see myself getting really strong, but also at the same time, nothing was really happening happening for me um, physical wise as much as I would hoped for because the dance industry, as you know, Sally, is um, very body composition based, um, especially in that ballet world. It's a lot. Um, so I was expecting these massive changes to happen in my strength training and they weren't really happening. Probably the fact that I was doing cardio and not eating much, um, that would be the main issue. But I remember one time specifically my friend, Peter, um, he won't mind me saying this, but he said to me one day, he said, India, you train every single morning. And yet you would think that you would look so much muscular than you are. And I was like, damn, you're right, actually. But it, re- it kind of hit me in a soft spot. And I was like, Peter, you can't say that. But then I was like, oh no, he's, he's actually right. And I was like, what, what am I doing? What, what, are, I don't actually know the, I wanted to know more about underneath part. I was like, why am I not improving mm. in this area? Like what's, what's actually going on underneath. And then my director kind of around this moment, um, was introducing us to other avenues. So my friend started doing Pilates teaching. Um, Another friend, he actually got into baking, which is this Peter guy. Um, He was looking into that stuff. And then I was introduced into the personal trainer world. So my director, Tim, um, actually persuaded me to do a personal training course. I had no bloody idea what I was doing, um, but I still did it. And I finished it in um, April 2020 when the lockdowns first hit. And this was the exact time I moved home as well, back to Wollongong. So country girl, back to coastal girl, which was very nice being home for that whole year. And that whole year, I wasn't really doing much. I kind of had the goals of still wanting to be a dancer, Um, but it wasn't really going anywhere, obviously, because we were in lockdown. It was very hard to be a dancer in that time. Um, I was kind of just doing yoga online and Pilates and a lot of cardio because that's what I thought would get me places at the time. Um, I was a cardio bunny then, but now I'm definitely not, as you can probably imagine. Um, But yeah, I was doing lots of cardio running um, and that year was a little bit weird for everyone, I guess, Mm. not really knowing what I wanted to do. Um, All I knew was dance like literally all I knew was dance. So I was like, hopefully I can get into that. Um, But then when we started to come out of lockdown, I just started training with my mum, like two mornings a week. The coach that was her coach was also giving me the same program that my mum was doing. So that was really fun. We were just doing that together. Um, And we told him that I had my cert for in fitness. So I was a fully qualified personal trainer still didn't really know what I was doing I just had the certification just in case as a backup in case dancing didn't work um and then I got this job at the gym and I thought what a great spot to start working at this gym and then also work work on my dancing by myself in the studio that would be awesome and then somehow get a dancing job in this weird weird world Um, so I was working there for about a year and it was actually a powerlifting gym. The coincidence, I don't know, but I think the universe really threw me into that world, um, as a sign. And in, so this was 2020 to 2021. And then we were thrown into the lockdown again. 
and my partner Chich um, was living with us at the time and so he brought all of his powerlifting equipment into the house so then I was just doing powerlifting movements and because he's a coach also I had a lot of time to kind of learn off him and really discover that hey like coaching's really cool I'm actually wanting to do this one-on-one for myself um and we actually came out of that 2021 lockdown and I'd finished the powerlifting gym job and then that's when movement and India started. Um, hello, Sally. That's when we kind of got together and um, now I'm here and it's it's so cool. It really it was strange. Our friend Sarah kind of threw us together, didn't she? Mm. And it was just a match made in heaven, really. We, um, what did we do? We were sending voice memos to each mm. other <laughs> and we were just like, hey so this is really cool and you were like yeah i'm happy and i was like me too and then we just joined forces it was so it was honestly the weirdest thing ever but sally and i joined forces i um came to movement and this time also i was kind of discovering the world of powerlifting and i was really interested in it um but also within this time i had an audition set up for Um, February 2022 with Sydney Dance Company, which is quite a massive contemporary company, probably one of the biggest in Australia at the moment. Um, So I was like, oh, might as well give this a go. So I was kind of doing my own ballet classes and dancing in the time, but also strength training. Um, My coach Chich slash partner as well was also um, had this in mind and would program me to be still flexible, um, but strong at the same time. I was still practicing powerlifting movements, um, but also just really aiming to be flexible and that cardio kind of um, fitness as well, just so I could keep up in a ballet class. (laughs) Um, But then this um, audition happened in February, 2022. And the day before this audition, I actually had a retest on all my powerlifting movements. So squat, bench and deadlift, I was testing my maxes for these. And I kind of fell in love with that day. It, it, it wasn't a very successful day at all. Um, I can imagine that I was probably pretty stressed from doing the retest and the day after having that dance audition. Pretty scary stuff. Um, but I did it and I was driving up to the dance audition the next day, just thinking in my head, I don't actually care if I get in. Like, I don't actually want this, I think. And that's the first time in my life where I accepted that I was ready to move on from the dance world, which is such a big thing. And Sally, you know this because dancing just consumes your whole life. And from the age of three, when you start dancing up until your young adulthood, you're just like, okay, this is, that's all, you know, you've practiced it your whole life. You have spent endless, endless hours in the studio, just giving absolutely everything you've got on the stage, the nerves, the performances, the, oh my gosh, just every, the money, (laughs) the money, um, (laughs) the money of it all. And then this was the first time where I actually went, you know, I think the dance world has served me what I was supposed to get out of it. And, um, my my parents were really supportive in this actually um they always told me from when i was started full-time they were like it doesn't matter if you don't do dancing because you have learnt 
so much about yourself and I had I it dancing really shaped me as a human um which is really cool so then after that audition I said to my coach hey um I want to start powerlifting and he was like are you flipping serious and I was like yeah I am serious um so then we started kind of getting into more serious powerlifting I kind of kissed the world of dancing goodbye um, in a span of a very quick moment, um, but I knew it was the right moment. And then I did a powerlifting comp, um, when was it? I think it was July of 2022. That was really, really fun. And I haven't looked back since then. And also in the background of all this, I was building my coaching world so, so much. And while I was learning about powerlifting as well, I was also expanding on my coaching. And while my coaching was expanding, I was expanding as a person. It all just kind of supplements each other, which is really, really cool. Um, so that's kind of how I got into fitness and where I am now, such a big journey of all these different levels, um, especially from that 2018 moving by myself. And then now being here was just such a crazy ride. Mm. Um, I feel like COVID was really hard on us all, but it was low key, a blessing in disguise for me because I really found myself and went through some of the hardest years of my life. Um, during that phase of being, am I a dancer? Am I not? Um, but I am absolutely in awe of the fitness industry and the dance industry and the fitness industry, I'm sure you can relate, Sally, um, have very, very unique crossovers, which is so cool um, because I can still bring my dancing knowledge into this knowledge, which yeah. is nice as well. Yeah, and I think we'll definitely dedicate a whole episode between India and I, how dancing has shaped our fitness journey and the and the crossovers. But okay. it is so powerful, and I'd love to know, Ind, what is what was the biggest lesson that you learned through your dancing journey that has impacted your fitness journey? Um, probably the absolute dedication, day in day out work that needs to go in because when you start as a three-year-old you're not going to be a prima ballerina are you probably not um so <laughs> so to actually get a place in the dance world you have to work your fucking socks off and that's exactly what i did i wanted one of those spots on stage getting paid for what i was doing getting paid for what i love so i it really teaches you how to be just oh my gosh just just absolutely send it. You just have to send your life. Who who cares if you're tired? I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if your feet are bleeding. Just dance. Yeah. You just have to. You have to show up day in, day out. No fucks given. Literally. You just have to do it. Your director doesn't care. Your friends don't care because they care about themselves more than they do you, which is totally fair enough because everyone is going through the exact same position. Mm. So I think that is definitely what has made my lifting world um kind of a bit easier and um the transition into powerlifting really seamless yes yeah yes absolutely and i see that and i think dancers make really incredible athletes yeah yeah um yeah. and i think you know if you're listening and maybe you don't train for powerlifting or, or anything like super serious and it's just a bit of fun like mm. obviously the crossover won't be like too big there but yeah. for those people that are dancers or have been dancers in the past even other sports mm -hmm. I, I we can't really speak from too much experience mm -hmm. being elite in another sport but yeah yeah dancing definitely like you do have that upper edge which yeah is really cool 100 percent. yeah it's just it kind of shapes you as a human and really sets up 
um, your life for doing well in so many other fields. Um, it doesn't have to be fitness. It can be so many different um, fields. Yeah, it just really teaches you how to be gritty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The times you're sweating in the dance studio, like uh, literally no one cares. It's no like, one cares. Go again. Do yeah. it again. Be no better. one cares. Like that's just it. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, and I, I think we'll definitely jump into a bigger episode around that because there's so much to unpack. Hundred um, percent. And I would love to know, in like throughout your journey. Obviously, we've talked about all the ups, and I know that you said COVID was hard, but but like go through some like kind of more bigger struggles or harder times, whether it's within your own training, whether it's with your business. Like, what have been some hard moments you kind of want to humanize right now? Yeah. So, um, when I started the um, gym job after 2020 lockdown um, was over, that whole year of my life, I was so depressed just hated that job so much because I was really looked down upon um, by a lot of people trust me I learned the absolute most um, in that year of my life because it showed me what I shouldn't um, hold the standard to and it showed me what I shouldn't allow in my life Um, but it really just um, it gave me some perspective on where I needed to be and what the world can be when it's outside of dance. Um, It was very hard. I was in a difficult relationship um, at the time because we were doing long distance, me and my um, ex-partner when I was living in Wodonga. And when I moved back, I just started this gym job. We were in lockdown. It was all a little bit messy. Um, and I was turning into this completely different human, which was the, it was the biggest year of my life because I was upset, but I was also in a transformation mode. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like when you are kind of really down and upset and reserved, that is when you transform the most. Um, I'm sure you can relate to that or anyone can relate Mm -hmm. to that freely. Um, and this relationship was a little bit weird. Um, I did break it off after six years. Um, and I got really weirdly boy obsessed, um, just sleeping around, you know, all of that stuff. We all, I guess, go through it. Maybe you haven't. Um, but if you have, you know that it's not, it's kind of soul draining that time of your life. And it's just really shallow, which is what I felt. I was getting three hours of sleep a night. I was waking up at 4am to open this gym and then teaching classes at 6.30pm at night, closing the gym going to sleep for three hours, doing it all again. And so I'm sure you can understand how shit that felt um, alongside all these relationship boy issues. Um, But in this time, I did find my partner who I'm with now, which is Chich. um, And he has taught me so much about the lifting world and just um, about respect, self-respect, self-love, love to give to others. And he really taught me that to love another person and respect another person you have to do it yourself first um so that was kind of the worst year of my life um but then it also ended up being the most shape-shifting um crazy year of my life so that would definitely be a number one down but i guess you could probably say it was an up too Mm -hmm. because i took so much out of it which i'm really proud of doing because in those moments i could have just let it consume me Um, And I could have just ended up 
in a hole. Um, but yeah, I think I, I took it and, and made my life flip on the other side, which is cool. Yeah. And I think that's such a testament to your mindset, mm-hmm. um, because not everyone, like you said, would do that. And yeah. I think the fact that you're able to see it in that light and still feel the feels, still have the hard times, mm-hmm. cry and all the things, but be able to come out of it like that and be mm-hmm. open to it. You know, yeah. a lot of people wouldn't actually be open. The fact you were open to Chich, who I also know, who I've actually known for a long <laughs> for time. longer than I've known him, <laughs> which He's is hilarious. He's an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that, you know, you're able to keep your heart open to him is really beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, he's definitely a big part of my life now, um, obviously. But yeah, he he definitely helped me get out of that hole. And he says to me that I helped him get out of a hole too. So it was a really cool moment together. Like it definitely was the universe doing something, just putting us together and going, all right, help each other out. Let's rise together. Yeah, so wholesome. <laughs> yeah. And on that, like I have seen you have transformed unbelievably over the last it's only been just over a year that you've been here but then you know you've shared some of your videos your lifting videos like (laughs) the India you see now guys like you probably know it as who she is right in this moment but even the last year I have to double check and be like fuck like is this still the same person because the way I know you now is just how I feel like you've always been but it hasn't been that way which has been crazy and and what do you think has been like your biggest moment of growth over the last year what have you noticed Moment of growth in the last year. I think it's been really stepping into this um, powerlifting world, to be honest. It's shown me so much of what my body is actually capable of and what actually goes into um, how to make a powerful human being. Um, I've done a lot of self-reflection work, I guess, too. Not really on purpose, but I think just being around this um, movement academy as well with all of you guys who are constantly evolving and really checking into that mindset side has making uh made me awake to what the mindset world can actually do um to your lifting and you as a person too um i feel like i've also had the confidence to step into someone who has always been there but someone who just doesn't take any shit who works hard for themselves and isn't scared to let anyone out of their life if they don't fulfill them Mm. um which is in a stage i'm in now which is really cool i feel like i've stepped into the self that i've always seen on the horizon and in this past year i i feel like this space especially sally and um just being at home with chich as well and in this gym world has actually allowed me to be that person I've always wanted to be and that and that amazing human that can also um, evolve with others in their journey as well um, include others in it and not just um, myself I love being selfish don't don't um don't get me wrong but also leading people in their journey as well is really exciting and I guess the dance teaching stuff I did also helped um grow that too but yeah it's been really rewarding this last year just a lot of awakenings and self-discovery I guess Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you know your age as well like you are early 20s so it's just like you've opened up Pandora's box I just I can't wait to see what's going to happen over the next like 10 years it's going to be oh (laughs) insane absolutely I've got big goals absolutely (laughs) and before we jump into those big goals what like what really brought you into coaching like why why coaching 
Yeah, well, it was weird because in the first lockdown, I had a few dancers just reach out and be like, can you write me a training program? And at the time, to be honest, I really had no idea what I was writing because I hadn't started any gym job yet. All I did for myself was get strength training off my director. So all I really knew was that. And most of the time we did cardio anyways. Um, so I was kind of teaching a few dancers in the lockdown, um, just cardio based stuff, um, helping their dancing out. And it actually really helped them um, and me stay sane um, because obviously it was a really difficult time. Um, but yeah, then getting into this new or this first gym job that I had at the powerlifting gym, um, it kind of threw me into the universe. Um, my boss at the time didn't really let me coach, um, but it was a blessing in disguise. I was really mad at him f at first, but I did know nothing. And now I can see that. Um, but I learned a lot about programming, um, and a lot, a lot about the strength training world. And I definitely wasn't ready to start coaching as soon as I started that job. So that year was a lot of growth, um, in a short time in that industry, like the coaching side of things. Um, and at the time also I was teaching cardio classes and that was really fun too, but I was also getting to learn a lot more about how to make a program and what what actually RPE is raced, uh, based on and all of that stuff that you don't really see that's more behind the scenes of, of how we program because when you're a client of ours, you just receive the program, but we go through so much um, thinking and elaborating and learning and trying things out and doing it for yourself and then going, no, that's not right. So that year was um, really big for that. And it was really cool to see as well with my partner Chich because he, um, with side his coaching and his powerlifting, it worked so well. And I could see how it, um, how coaching pushed him in his powerlifting, but then also his powerlifting helped his coaching so much too. They really just go hand in hand. So um, if you're a powerlifter, you're probably a coach too most of the time. I know most powerlifters are. Some of them are just athletes, um, but it really does help the coaching world. And from a young age, I was dancing, teaching too. So it was really natural um, to me just to teach other people and create connections um, because just taking in what you know and putting it into a younger generation, your friends, um, someone who is brand new into the world is something I was used to. So it was, it was an easy jump into the coaching world, I think, but only because of dancing. So again, <laughs> dancing has really, really, really helped shape yeah. who I am as a person and where I am today. Without it, I would absolutely not be the same person at all. Um, and my journey in the dance world was definitely um, kind of written in the stars for me to now be a coach and a powerlifter at the same time. Mm, I yeah. love that. Another dancing crossover. No, no. So I, good. There's so many. So good. <laughs> I love that. And I think with your coaching, like what is one of your favorite things that about coaching? Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite things about coaching, um, especially at the moment, is just creating these awesome relationships. Um, I have some of my best friends who are still my clients um, and even just the relationships in the coaching world too, like we would have never met um, if we if we weren't coaches. Um, so 
the coaching world and the relationships is just really, really awesome. Helping people achieve their goals is really thrilling. Also, I feel like I create a lot of emotional attachment, which sometimes can be good, sometimes not to my clients progress. Um, so I work very, very hard for them and I understand what their goals are. Um, but sometimes if they get upset, then I do get personally upset as well. Um, because I'm like, Oh, I want it bad for you too, but you've got to listen to me sometimes. (laughs) um i'm pretty hard ass in that way but also um watching people hit their goals and um aiding them in that world is really cool so to top that off i would say the relationships and helping people reach their goals which i guess is why everyone kind of does coaching at the moment but um it is extremely rewarding Mm. and speaking of goals you coach your first powerlifting comp yes um in december last year yes tell us how was that experience that was a weird experience because i had personally only done one powerlifting comp myself um so i'd only experienced it once for myself which um is is hard to transfer into other people too. I had gone and watched many um, live and kind of helped Chich in the background as well, but it's nothing compared to actually coaching people um, backstage. It was very eye-opening to um, see how different emotions played out in lots of different people. Um, I had three girls, so they were all completely different in what they needed, which was great. Um, But it was a real challenge to what I knew and um, it definitely challenged all of my beliefs and all of my past teachings. And it taught me to really understand the person behind the lifter as well and how important that is. Because when you understand the person underneath the lifter, you can coach them to be a champion Mm. because you understand exactly what they need, what words they need to hear. Do they need to hear praise or do they need to get kind of like smacked down a little Mm. bit and put into their place? Um, And this was... This actual competition was a real eye-opener because all three of these girls have completely different personalities and needs. Um, And we all worked extremely hard. They all worked extremely hard. Very proud of them still. Um, But yeah, I think it definitely brought me into the coaching scene a step ahead of a lot of people and brought me that experience that's really going to aid a lot more experiences in the powerlifting coaching mm. world, which is what I'm looking forward to do um, the most, which is powerlifting coaching. Um, but right now I'm kind of just dipping my fingers in a lot of different things, just mainly strength coaching, um, mm. which is cool. Yeah, I love that. And we're definitely going to debrief about the powerlifting world a little bit more in another episode. But I was also there at the competition yes. and I think we have a lot to say about a lot of things we witnessed, not a just things the girls, but like everything around us was everything around interesting. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, it was a lot, but it was also like the biggest competition in Australia. I think to date, okay. the, the biggest powerlifting competition in Australia I'm pretty sure to date that was which is crazy yeah we were a part of that oh, that shit off. yeah take yeah. it off no yeah, yeah. awesome um yeah it was it was a crazy experience for both of us that we definitely saw some um really crazy things yeah. and we lots of blood yeah, yeah lots oh. of blood oh my gosh that was wild 
um, yeah, we learn not just off our clients, but also other mm. people, because like you said in your episode, just people watching and because we take everything in all the time, we just, I feel like that's from dancing, just like seeing everything and then take it all in and then being like, what can I do with that information? Um, I feel like we did that very well yeah. and we've got things to talk about yes very inquisitive and i think you know india and i literally could sit and talk for five hours um, yep <laughs> about random like all these things and processing and and our like what we witnessed and everything so yeah. it's pretty cool yeah it was a cool day <laughs> yeah and i think rewinding to something you said there about the the person behind the lifter i think it's coming back to the human and it's also coming back to the mindset and i think yes again it's a very overlooked component and it's it's becoming more popular now but there is a lot and i'm just straight up going to say it a lot of people in the powerlifting world um that coaches that would absolutely bash the shit out of mindset coaching and think it's an absolute fucking joke mm-hmm. um and we're slowly realizing it's clearly not it's clearly, <laughs> it's not. clearly not mindset can help everything i've seen absolute champions of people well who could be champions get destroyed by their mindset just on the platform and even in their own training and it happens every day i mean it happens to me it happens to you it can get in front of you and make you not reach that final point where you want to be um so it's yeah extremely important and we are so big on that which is absolutely necessary we have to be it's if we want our people to be the best and our clients to be the best and help them reach their goals we have to open up that mindset too yeah 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 and i think both india and i are reading very similar books at the moment we're actually (laughs) going to leave them in the show notes because it they're all three of the books that between us we're reading at this point um, show the link between the mindset sport training movement Mm -hmm. um it's it's absolutely insane so if you are someone that is looking at maybe doing a marathon or you're a power lifter or you're doing any sort of sport um Mm -hmm. training even if it's just like plain old gym training Mm -hmm. but you do want to push yourself that little bit harder definitely give any of these three books a read also even if you're not training give them a read because yes Yes. it will inspire you Yeah, yeah it'll inspire you so much these books are amazing yeah. yeah. And so we talked about plans just before. Do, is there anything you would like to share with the listeners? What's on the horizon? Maybe it's soon, mm-hmm. maybe it's far away, yeah. whether it's yourself, your business. Yeah. Um, plans, I feel like this year are going to really expand. Um, we're starting this podcast. Um, if you're listening to this episode, I'll give you a little hint. Um, this year, I'm starting a YouTube channel um, and I'm going to launch it in February and I'm going to be posting weekly on there. It's going to be a big commitment, but I'm definitely ready to go into that world. Um, my mentor, Angus Bradley, inspired me to do it. He said he thought that it would be a really cool um, platform for me to go into. So I am going to do that. Um, I feel like I'm sharing way more of my coaching world on my Instagram page, um, which I'm sure Sally can link down below. You can find my Instagram there um, if you don't already know. Um, But I'm showing a lot more of my ideas and my methods on Instagram um, this year. But for my personal goals, um, I'm planning on doing another powerlifting comp somewhere in the middle of the year, and then hopefully another one um, at the end of the year. 
Um, I plan on competing as an under 56 kilo powerlifter in June. And then I'm not sure where it's going to go from there because right now we are trying to put on a little bit of mass um, just so I can be a strong big gal. Um, but yeah, the the powerlifting world um, is definitely, definitely a world that I really see myself stepping into. And um, one day I can definitely see myself being some sort of name, some sort of champion, um, but it's just getting there at the moment. Um, definitely solidifying that at the moment. And especially this year, I think will do that a lot for me um, in my coaching world and the powerlifting world. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's what's coming up this year. Exciting. Woo. And yeah. I think, you know, something India touched on at the very start with her dance career, she's always had that long-term vision. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, where she's at now, like you're absolutely going to be a champion. You know, yeah. you've got the drive, you've got determination. That's yeah. It's just the day in, day out work yeah. that you don't really get to see and like mm. the, the food you've got to eat and the sleep and the I've got this whoop band that tracks my sleep and I just like see the recovery I get. It's just all the nitty gritty stuff like that that you don't really see. Um, but I feel like I am really committed to making myself the best athlete I can be. Um, and yeah, definitely see myself going big places in it because I, it is just a ride or die kind of thing. I'm just ready to ride that wave fully, just, just fully hand myself over to this powerlifting world, which is really cool. Yeah. Big, like that big commitment. And I think as well, like be honest, if you're a listener, like be really honest with yourself. Are you someone that's giving that 40% or are you fucking giving like all of that? Like, are you giving hundred mm-hmm. percent, even 80%? Like how much are you putting into this? And I yep. think something from you I've seen and witnessed over the last year is you've been like, yep, yeah, like I'm fully committed. Yeah. Yeah. Just ha- basically like handing the wheel over, like just take a hold, power things, what I want to do now um and I'm just absolutely devoted to it and I guess that's what again dancing um but it really it really helped me with that too um because dancing was you just had to put it all in or 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 not you you had to be all in or you had to be all out there was no in between um so it's like this as well if you want to make it you do have to be a little bit um all in Mm. you do Yeah. yeah and just one more thing when it came to showing up more on socials and even like fully mm. committing like what has been the biggest mindset shift you've had yeah recently? so i guess social media is so hard because i i know personally that um face to face i'm a really outgoing fun person but on social media it can be hard um to show that and especially um face to face too i think i'm a little bit just hard ass with my clients um i push them to extremes i have very strong opinions on lots of things and sharing those on social media and showing up in that way was a really big step for me because i just had this i guess internal fear of what will people say oh no they're going to share it for the wrong reason instead of the right reasons i'm not going to say the right thing but already it's proven to me that I don't actually care what people say because it makes me learn more about myself when I write these posts. Um, And if it can help one person on there, great, my job's done. I can wipe my hands clean and that's good. Um, Yeah, but it's been a big step kind of just realizing that the world is bigger than someone talking shit about your social media 
So if I want to grow as a person and a coach, then that's what I have to do. I just have to just have to not give a shit anymore. And um, yeah, that's something I've had to get over a lot in the past oh, couple months, just being exposed into this. Um, posting more on Instagram and really showing up as myself. Um, but I've really enjoyed it, actually. It's been a great process of me just being like, okay, drop the guard, just talk. It's been really fun. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I love that. And it's so cool to witness. And I think, you know, many business owners out there will co- totally like resonate with that as well. Which oh, is, I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's a big step just being like, okay, I've just got to say what I mean instead of being like, oh, this is my opinion, but also if you're doing the other the other thing, that's cool too, like cool. <laughs> or just not sharing your opinion at all. Um, but yeah, I feel like um, with my past and everything, I've got a lot of um, cool opinions to share and lots of learnings, um, which I've started to share, which is awesome. We love it. Yeah. Well, India, before we go, do you have any spots coming up? Do you have any positions for coaching? Let the audience know. Yes. So I have now, currently, I have one face-to-face spot at Athletic Culture and one face-to-face spot at movement um these sessions are one hour pt with me um if you want to know more about this you can contact me on my instagram which will be in the show notes i guess um so contact me through there ask more questions um i've also got a new client submission form in my bio if you don't really want to send me a dm you can just fill that in and we can go from there but yeah, that's what I've got coming up at the moment. There's only two spots left. Amazing. Do you have any online coaching spots? No, I'm actually full. I just... Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I'm actually full in the... Snooze you lose, guys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Bye-bye now. <laughs> and yeah, just saying along this lines too, if you are interested in coaching, um, my spots, when they do feel, they stay for a long time. So if you are interested, I would suggest grabbing it now because it will be filled for at at least three months yes um i'm sure we'll come up with some sort of waiting list yeah 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 definitely and um yeah definitely snap up those pt spots i even yeah. snapped up a pt spot i haven't told anyone this yeah <laughs> but um yeah i've been training with india Woo. so i still work with my coach online yep. but doing an accountability session with india once a week to get that push because she doesn't fuck around and 100%. you know i'm obsessed with that sort of mentality so yeah, yeah it's an absolute vibe it's been good yeah, yeah. can't wait yeah all right thank you so much india absolute pleasure thank you so much for listening guys um it's been so fun to talk about my story more and i'm sure you'll hear much more about my opinions and my stories in other episodes so stay tuned (laughs) bye bye